1: Timothy was actually with me, not this last year in Korea, but the year before at the World Holy Spirit Conference. I didn't know he was going, and he didn't know I was going,
2: and I don't think, did you know I was going? Um, I did, you heard? I think so, oh. yeah. Okay. Like, okay. very close to the time of leaving. Okay, okay. And so anyway, he became okay. my
1: armor bearer, he wanted to just come uh, right with me, because he understands impartation, transfer of anointing, he understands those things. He's in a church in California, although he was very close to wanting to come up here. And when that time there, he still might come up here and learn and grow. Like his father, he wants to travel the nations with me. And he's my spiritual grandson, one of them. So I opened up my bedroom to him in Korea, and uh, he took advantage of it. uh, In the right way, you know, uh, coming in and we talking, and we we could talk for hours and pray and counsel and, He's just a, a young man that loves the Lord. And so does his brother Isaac. We've appreciated Isaac and, and Tim very much for this Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I told them they're welcome next Thanksgiving. And so I hope they take that opportunity well, if you're still Whenever in whenever we can. Yeah. And other times too. Yes. So anyway, these are Apostle Eric's sons, Eric Hurt. And you know he was here several years yeah. ago. Oh, yeah. He was with me for a full week. Mm-hmm. Eric was with me in uh, Africa recently just a few months ago. We had a tremendous tremendous trip all day, every day just solidly packed with leaders and meetings and so he just really enjoyed
2: it. So, Tim, God bless you. thank you. Okay, praise God. I just want to take a moment and just enter into his presence and there's nothing more valuable and more precious than the Holy Spirit and the gift that God gave us through his death and, and resurrection. So, just want to take some time just for all of us to turn our affections to Him and just receive from Him because it's all about Him. So, Holy Spirit, we love you. We love you. Jesus, we love you. Jesus, we want you. We need you. We just ask that you would come in greater measure, that you'd bring your glory, your fullness. Give us more in this moment. Hallelujah. It's all about you, Jesus. It's in you that we live, move, and have our being. You are the Spirit of God. We love you. And apart from you, we can do nothing. Apart from you, I know nothing. And we just want to know you more, God. So would you come and lead us to the knowledge of God? Jesus. Jesus. Your presence, God. Your presence. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. It's in His presence, there's fullness of joy, and at His right hand, pleasures forevermore. And I, I truly believe that this, the mark of this this end time bride of, is going to be intimacy. It's going to be knowing the depths of His heart, knowing the depths of His love, and from that place, being able to partner with Him in the ministry and His desires for the earth. But I truly believe that first and foremost he's calling his church worldwide back to a place of intimacy where he is our first love, he is our one thing. Um, in Psalms it talks about that, uh, the psalmist uh, declared that um, there's one thing that I desire of the Lord and it's that one thing that I, I seek, um, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life and behold his beauty and to inquire in his temple. And I believe that this is the cry of our hearts, this is the cry of this generation's heart, and the people that God has placed on the earth, all of us, for such a time as this. And I believe that there's there's a wooing in the spirit that God is just beckoning his people to the place of intimacy, to a place of prayer, to a place of affection and a place of devotion, where our hearts are and our gaze is fixed on him until we till we, we come to a place where we catch eyes. And, and what we see transforms us from glory to glory. And it's from that place that we begin to radiate and to emanate and to demonstrate His power and just to demonstrate His love and His glory and release it on a continual, consistent basis. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I'm just going to let you in. Just stay in this place. Let's just keep our affections on Him and just love Him. Um, I'm just going to share a little bit about, give glory to God about my life and where He's brought me from and and just a little bit of my testimony and how I got to this place now. I grew up in Hawaii and um, from parents. My parents are awesome. Angela and Eric Hurd brought me up in the ways of the Lord. And perfect example, as perfect as perfect can be for humans, example of what it means to to walk with the Lord in integrity and honesty and and love, you know, to really love um, God and to love others and to just, there's really great examples of that. Uh, Fast forwarding to a time in my life where I was uh, entering into intermediate school. Um, growing up, I always had words about you know, you're you're going to be this. You're going to be a pastor. You're going to be this. You're going to be that. And um, I always had this perception of what that meant and what that looked like. And to me, it looked like suit and tie, Christianity. You know, and I didn't I didn't really want that. Like, you're going to be like your dad. You're going to be like this. And I didn't want to be like my dad. Although my dad is awesome, he's my dad. You know, so I kind of wanted, like, in a good, in the best way possible, most honorable way possible, but. Yeah, after hearing all of that, I was just kind of like on a search. I want to know who I am. I want to figure out who I am. I don't want to be like the church and and what the people in the church are who go to church on Sundays, sing a few songs, and then, you know, I don't know their lives, but I just didn't want that. I wanted to be able to wear what I want to wear and be able to love God. Like, I didn't even know what that looked like. So anyway, I ended up into the world and um, got involved in some stuff for, for about five years and parties and just searching for... My own identity, in a sense. So, uh, long story short, um, the end of my, the year of my 17th birthday was in 2009. But anyway, I had an encounter with the Lord, the Holy Spirit in my room. And I can explain it, the way that I can explain it is that it was liquid love. Like, liquid love raining down on me and just filling my room. And prior to that, I'd never experienced that depth and that great um, experience with God, even being in church. And uh, it was three o'clock in the morning in my room. So that's that's what made it so significant. Right. So um, and I cried for hours. I cried for hours. And when I came out of that experience, I felt clean, like I was forgiven, like I was loved. God was speaking to me about my destiny. He started to show me, like, I have a plan for you to take you around the world. He says, your plans and the things that you have for you is just so small. He says, my the plans that I have for you are so great. And um, it was in that time, in that moment, that I just yielded. Like, I always expected to serve the Lord one day. But it wasn't so soon. It was like, let me have all of my fun. Let me exhaust you know, all the things that I can do. And then I'll come to the Lord. You know. And my my mind, it was like, okay, maybe 25. I think that's a good age. And, that, and around that time is when I you know, thought that maybe I would surrender my life to the Lord. But when he came in that instant, I mean, in, that, in that moment, it was just so powerful. And just liquid love um, just wooing me. And just like, I love you. And I have such a plan for you. And um, in that moment, didn't even really know what it what it would look like. But I made a decision that I would surrender my life, that I would repent, turn from my ways, and to follow Him. And I did not know what that looked like. But um, it was that experience, that encounter, that led me on a journey uh, from that time to wanting more. You know, I smoked, smoked, you know, marijuana and stuff like that. Used to do that kind of stuff. Um, but the high that I got from that experience. Trumped everything that I've ever experienced prior. So, uh, from that time, I would spend time, um, instead of sneaking out my house, jumping out the window on the second floor in the house, you know, on weekends, I would close my door and spend time just searching for more, searching for more of His presence and spending time in prayer and just soaking and just being with God. And, uh, the prayer that I would always pray and the scripture that I always would recite to God is like, you said in uh, Matthew 5, 6, that blessed are those happy are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. And so I was like, God, I just want more. I went back to school and I left my friends. You know, I slowly started to like, you know, pull away from them. I was pretty popular in high school, so it was uh, people noticed that something was wrong with me. You know, something was something happened to me. And so <laughs> <laughs> so I began to just pull away. And um, instead of skipping school, I go, go to my room, um, go to class, do my homework, you know, turn in my homework assignments. And then I would, you know, I was into sports, so I would go and work out, you know, just something to keep me off away from what they were doing. And um, a few times I remember going back out. But when I went back out, it just wasn't the same. I went out a few times after that just to, you know, hang out because I love them. These are the people that I really love. And there was this one instance, it's like God was telling me, he convicted my heart. He says, if you really love them, you would do what you need to do so that you can be an example for them. And that you can. And I had this this vision, like where I seen one of my friends like in hell. And he was like, why didn't you tell me? Why didn't you tell me about God? You know, so it's like, okay, so love is actually demonstrated in sacrifice. That's why I learned begin to learn about sacrifice, that love is sacrifice. Although I could be out here having fun doing my thing. If I just devote myself to God, God can in turn change me, transform me, and even allow me to be a light and example to them so that they can one day um, possibly come to know the Lord. And um, so over the years, I've seen people, people call me up in, in the you know, hard times in their life. Hey, Tim, you know, I, I just overdosed on some drugs. Somebody just uh, wrote me uh, f- a few months ago, I just overdosed on some cocaine, and he felt like he was dying. His heart was beating out of his chest. And um, so he, was, he wrote me and he, and he said, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I feel like I'm going to die. And I just told him, I said, you're not going to die. You're going to live. He says, God loves you and he's going to have mercy on you. He's going to have mercy on you. You're going to know his love. And so uh, I got with two housemates and we just prayed a heartfelt prayer. And then um, he wrote me like a few hours later, like, I'm tripping out right now because I don't know what happened. But when you prayed, my heart stopped. I mean, that that where I felt like I was going to die, it's, it stopped and went back to return to normal. And, um, he's like, I knew God woke me up. Like I knew God was a God that wakes us up every morning, but I didn't know he could be so real. And then, I uh, began to decide, but I've seen stories after stories, after stories, the same kind of things like that. And so, um, anyway, just letting you in on, on a little bit of my life and the quest that I'm on. And it's been about seven years and, uh. Yeah, it's just, just, just more, just more. And, um, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah, I I truly believe that He's calling us into great depths of intimacy. And, um, over a span of years, God has just been like, after chasing Him and, and going after Him, He's been like, do you want more? Do you want more? Do you know what more? And I'm like, God, how can I have more? And, um, I went to India in 2013. And, um. I was in this meeting with, in this theological seminary camp and with some leaders and they were talking about their um, plans of going into these unreached places and reaching out to people um, on the, around India, these unreached places. And in that moment, uh, in that meeting, I was getting, there was an excitement like, wow, God, this is pretty cool. You know, these people are giving their lives for this thing, for the gospel. And um, in that moment, it's like time stopped. And it was just me and God and my heart began to beat. Boom, 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 boom. And then uh, God said, He told me, He says, "Would you give up everything and, and even follow me here if I told you?" And then several things flashed before my eyes. I was in a relationship, um, had just bought a car that year, had a good job, living at home, so I was comfortable. And uh, in that moment, I'm like God, what are you talking about? I'm in India, like, like you know. And He showed me these these things, and I said, uh, "It was hard, but I said yes." And in that moment, he, it's like I relinquished my rights to those things. And he came in and says, they're mine now, you know. So that's one instance. And even that decision has led me to the point where I am now, where it's still like, God, I want more. What does it look like to have more? And the thing that God has been teaching me about in this season, especially, is setting my heart, setting my affection, setting my love on him. Like there is no substitute for intimacy with God. There's no substitute for spending time with Him. So I'm like, God, what does that look like? And this is my quest even now. So I'm I'm still in the middle of this journey um, of stepping into the greater. Like there is more, like stepping into greater knowledge of God to where me and God become friends. Me and Jesus become friends. Um so He's been leading me in like certain Yeah, he's been leading me in certain practices and and um, even changing my schedule around teaching me how I can arrange my schedule to be able to have intimate time with him. And he's also uh, released a grace on my life to be able to pursue him and to even wait for him to come and to and to uh, sit in stillness and just allow him to uh, bring his presence and to become familiar with his presence and then to be able to carry his presence wherever I go. You know, so just a a consciousness, awareness. So, one of the things I've been learning to do is journal. Just kind of journal my experience. It's kind of like a new thing for me. But can I share like a little poem that I kind of wrote? It was a few weeks ago, but just as I was inspired by the Lord. And it goes like this, it says, When I turn my affections towards your direction, a transaction is made. Something happens, a door is open, an invitation given for heaven to invade. From low to high tide, then wave after wave. Thanksgiving is an entrance that gives way to praise, and praise is the response of what I experience because of the place that I've decided to set my gaze. Your beauty, I come boldly because you told me to seek your face. It's been a journey and my greatest oppositions have been distractions, but I'm learning. I want consistent passion and a heart that's burning, only for you. You are the portion of my cup, the living water. You fill me up to overflow. Jesus loves me, this I know. Your love has gripped my emotions, and you will not let us go. So I yield to your earnest call, your desire for intimacy. So, like I said, Um, If I could just preach anything and just encourage anything and hopefully um, God will release a grace to all of us just for more. Just to set time aside um, and to burn to a place where we burn for Him. Like He burns for us. Like I believe there's not a moment where Jesus is like, "Ah, how was your day, you know? Like I believe in this room, He's like, with fire in his eyes, I love you. I'm passionate about you. I'm passionate about you. I have a plan for you. I want, you, I want to be with you. More than, more than using you, I just want to be with you. More than sending you to do my will, my greatest will is to know you and you to know me as I know you. This is what burns on my heart. This is why I died. I didn't die just so that I could just send you to go do my, my work for me. I died because I wanted intimacy with you. I died to return you to the father, to walk with him. Like, like we once walked in the garden, God and man, perfect union. And I, and I just noticed that the more that I spend time in his presence, the more that I lose all self. I lose my, my consciousness of self and the eye that's apart from him. And he's brought us, he wants to bring us into a place where it's like, all I know is God all i know is him we are he wants to bring us to a place where we are so one with him that the world cannot see a distinction between god and man all they see is this is this is a this is a man that is so possessed by god that i can't even tell who he was before this happened this is like this is a totally new man this is a new cre- creature right here and i believe that this is where god is taking us so some of the things that i've wrote, written down okay just just some practical I like to be practical because I want to be able, like, I would consider myself, like, not the most smartest person, but I like to practical, easy stuff that that um, that I can, like, grab onto and go and practice. You know, it's like the Bible talks about, it's like the man who hears the word and takes hold of the word and then puts it immediately into practice and it becomes part of him and then he bears fruit. Yeah. So that's what God is looking for. It's like a heart that's, like... I want more of you and I'm willing to do anything. I'm willing to let go of anything. I'm willing to surrender everything. I'm willing to surrender my, my attention and my affections, my cares, my anxieties to you so that I can know you more, become more familiar with you. Okay? Yeah, let me just give you a few scriptures. So one of the things that God has been um, teaching me in this season is how to set my affections on him. And one of the things I find myself doing a lot, even after I come out of the place of, of being with him, maybe for hours sometimes, um, is learning to stop and just become aware. Like in this moment, just stop and just say, God, I set my affections on you. God, I worship you. And then you just continue to walk in that. And then you might find yourself like, <coughs> OK, and then it's just like, again, stop. And God, I worship you. I set my affections on you. And to a, to a time where I believe um, we come into a place where we are constantly walking in that. And we're being led by the spirit like um, Dr. Hansen, um always preaches. Okay. And um, one scripture is out of Psalms. It says, it's Psalms 27. It says, when you said, seek my face, my heart said to you, your face I will seek. And I love that. I love um, this scripture because uh, I've noticed that as I've just meditate on this, I've have g- gained like strength and a grace to see God's face just by hearing Him say, "Come." Yeah. It's just like Peter when when God caught him up on the water. He says, uh, "Peter says, if that's you, beckon me to come." And Jesus said, "Come." And in that word, "Come," there was grace and empowering power. That allowed him to be able to step out in faith and to come. And I believe, like in Revelations, he's saying, come up higher, come up higher. And as we turn our hearts to his, his beckoning, there's a grace that allows us to go deeper. Like there is so much more. So that's one scripture. Um, Psalms 27 and 8. Okay. Colossians 3 is a really one of my favorites. And it says, uh, If then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above and not on things on the earth. Psalms 16 and 8. I have set the Lord always before me, because He is at my right hand, I shall not be moved. So, I just spent, another thing I've just real quick... I've been learning about is uh, Sometimes it takes Discipline on our part Before we can begin to enter into delight You know Like I find myself I'm so used to uh, Sometimes doing one thing That I need to actually Begin to turn my heart And make a choice which is where it comes in When you make a choice Like I will seek the Lord I could be doing anything else But in this moment God I want you So I will seek you and it's from that place that when I make a decision to enter into his presence and say, God, I'm going to get away with you like Jesus would. He says that he would stay up all night he says he would um, he would uh, go off to a solitude place and spend time with God. And when I make those decisions and I get into the place, I get into this place where it becomes intoxicating. It becomes a delight and I become addicted to his presence that when, when I'm out, even a lot of times when I'm with friends, even being at school, it's like I'm with you here. But it's like there's this thing in my heart. That's calling me to to be alone with Him. And I found that, um, especially in the season of wanting more, that those places is most beneficial. Okay? Um, So, yeah. I just, I just, Lord, I just ask that You would release a grace that You would just release a greater grace and a great desire to know You more. These are your people, the people that your heart burns for, Thank you, Lord. people that your people, your heart burns for them, God,
1: Thank you, Jesus.
2: in every moment, and every second. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we want to see you get the reward of your suffering. We want to see you glorified in us and you are glorified when we bear fruit because we abide in you. So Lord, teach us how to abide in you. Teach us how to walk with you. In these end times, teach us how to love you with all of our mind, our will, our emotions, our strength, and everything that we have. The Father and Holy Spirit, and if there's anything in this, in this uh, place, um, Holy Spirit, or any pain in any bodies here, we just thank you for your, your mercy, we just thank you for your love, and we just ask you to come and just touch everybody, every mind in this place. And we love you, Jesus. In Jesus' name.